everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Bianca Garcia, and this is Macy Ball. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Great. (laughs) In this episode, we're talking about minutes 49 and 50 of Toy Story. We're pretty far along. I know. We've only got about half an hour left of the movie. And it is a very exciting half an hour after that. Mm Mm-hmm. But today we get to talk about, I mean, we talked a little bit about it in the last episode, but we get to talk about one of my favorite songs. I know. I like this song, too. I'm very excited to talk about it. So let's just go ahead and get started. Let's do it. All right. So... This clip starts off just as the music of I Will Go Sailing No More starts to turn more triumphant. Buzz closes his wrist communicator and starts climbing up the iron railing. When he reaches the top, he opens his wings, puts his arms out, and says, To infinity and beyond, and jumps towards the window. He only makes it a short distance before he begins to fall. He bounces off the stairs and lands on the tile floor, looks over to see that his arm has broken off and lies still on the floor as the last notes of the song played. So if you look really closely, when Buzz is climbing up that iron railing, his left foot is always on um, this piece of the railing that's just like, it's just straight up and down. There's no place for him to put a foot a foothold anywhere. Mm-hmm. I know. I've noticed that. I'm like, what is he supporting himself with? Like, he's just climbing. <laughs> Either that or he's got, like, brute strength and he's just, like, pulling himself up and just putting his feet to balance himself. <laughs> but they make it look like he's um, getting a foothold on that thing when there's no possible way right, <laughs> that that's yeah. happening. I feel like... Aside from that, it's just, you know, like him being the space ranger he is, and he's like, I'm going to do it no matter what. And they're like, he's determined to go up there, so he's just going to go no matter what. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. This part is also, in the musical score, it's a great example of a technique that's called, which we've talked about during the Army Man scene, I think. It's Mm -hmm. called Mickey Mousing, where... Ah, yes. The music sort of matches what's happening uh, or like mirrors what's happening on screen. So as Buzz is falling, the music is going like da 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 It's like it going down. scaling down when he's falling, yeah. Yeah, I've always really liked that. It's a, it's a neat effect, neat musical effect. Also... When Buzz fell and he made all that plasticky, clanky sounds going down Mm -hmm. the steps, why didn't anybody come to check and see what fell? I don't know. (laughs) I feel like everybody in this movie has so many things happening in their homes. They're like, it's just the house settling or it's just Sid playing. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that's probably what they thought. It's just Sid. Yeah. I mean, still, go check. (laughs) Also, Buzz is copyright Disney. (laughs) Yeah, he is. (laughs) That's another thing. We talked about last week how 
um, Woody's hearing Woody say, you are a toy, you can't fly in the middle of the song always kind of makes us laugh. In this, uh, in this clip, seeing that copyright Disney on Buzz's butt always kind of makes me laugh in the middle of this sad scene. Yeah. I mean, that's like the first time we ever see it. So. <laughs> <laughs> or at least see it like in that detail. Yeah. That means Disney exists in the Toy Story universe and whatever show Buzz came from was created and owned by Disney. It's Buzz Lightyear Star Command. I mean, that was on the Disney Channel, so... So, it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Not just that, like, later on, not to be, like, moving forward, but... The family is listening to Hakuna Matata. So, yes, Disney yeah, does that's exist. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've always thought that was really funny. I know, especially at that moment, too. It's like just the break from excitement to Hakuna Matata. You know, it's just funny. <laughs> yeah. Should we continue on? <laughs> I was actually, I was going to say, Buzz losing his arm is an interesting contribution to the do toys feel pain discussion. Oh, yes. I feel like he should have felt some sort of pain, but it doesn't really look like he had pain. He was just more disappointed that what happened happened. Well, because it seems like he doesn't notice it until he like looks over there, but mm-hmm. it could be a thing of like, you know, when when someone in real life has something traumatic like that happen to them, either losing a limb or some some other kind of traumatic injury like that, you know, sometimes the shock of what's happening to them causes them to not feel pain or like not even necessarily mm-hmm. notice. Maybe that's what's happening to Buzz. Maybe. It's like that person that walked into the hospital. They were like, hey, I have really bad back pain. And they're like, well, yeah, you got a knife in the back. You got stabbed and he didn't even know. Gosh. (laughs) And I'm like, maybe that's what happened to Buzz. Buzz is just like, hmm, my shoulder doesn't feel right. And then he looks, he's like, oh, no wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just always feel so bad for him, like, especially after he, like, he just kind of, like, closes his eyes in defeat and lays there on the ground. That is kind of really depressing, <laughs> just because mm-hmm. you know that he tried so hard to prove that he was not just a toy. And then when Woody was right, being the jerk had, that he is, like, always when the jerk is right, you feel miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, he wasn't right in the way he treated him, but he was factually right. (laughs) Right, yeah. And I feel like not too, like, it's not really changing the subject, but I wonder if Woody heard Buzz fall and, like, crash. (laughs) I was wondering about that, too, because, like, Woody is not there during this scene. He's in the closet. He doesn't, Mm -hmm. I don't think Buzz tells him like what happened to his arm. But then like later when 
Woody is stuck in that milk crate and Buzz is strapped to the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, the rocket. The rocket. <laughs> yeah. And Woody is trying to, trying to convince him to help him so they can get out and get back to Andy. He's like, you've had a big fall. And I'm like, how do you know that? How do you know that he had a big fall? Exactly. Well, then maybe he did hear him and maybe he was like, oh, he tried to fly. <laughs> I told him. (laughs) I don't know. But I feel like maybe he may have like put two and two together. Yeah, that's maybe he probably thought, okay, well, he fell. I heard the sound. The the crashing sound. And then he lost an arm and then he goes crazy and you're like, okay, he tried to fly. (laughs) Yeah, that could be. Oh, should we talk about, before we move on, should we talk about the um, the other songs that Randy Newman was, you know, going to put for this scene when before he finally oh, yeah. chose I Will Go Sailing No More? Yeah, the original version of the song, well, it's not, it's not the same song. It's the original song that was going to be used. Mm-hmm. Was called Plastic Spaceman, and it actually kind of starts out similar to mm-hmm. "I Will Go Sailing No More" because it starts out with that with Buzz's same thing theme from before that da 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 that the other song starts out with. Um, it's pretty interesting. There's two different versions, demo versions of it. Mm-hmm. One is just Randy playing it at a piano, and the second version is the same song, but it's it's more produced and has like some female um, backup vocals, which is pretty funny in the first version when Randy is like, okay, and this is the female part, and he starts singing in this like high pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I feel like it's a much more it's a much more literal take on the same theme of I will go sailing no more. Cause he's literally talking about like the words made in Taiwan, like mm-hmm. that's written on the inside of Buzz's wrist communicator. It's more, right, it's more yeah. in that Randy Newman style of singing about whatever is happening on the screen. <laughs> I feel like, Maybe he wasn't thinking, like, oh, well, this is not going to be, like, an important part of the song, or not, like, part of the song, but part of the movie, but then also it kind of is, so I don't know if he was just trying to put something together really quick, because the first take of this song just, to me, doesn't sound very good. Like, it sounds very Randy newman (laughs) But also, it sounds like he kind of just pieced it together, like, okay, this is, like, whatever song. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think, too, the first part, I'm a little bit confused about this, but the first part of it before, when it's, like, the da-da-da-da, before it goes into, like, the slower slower part, Mm -hmm. I think it was maybe originally supposed to be part of the Buzz Lightyear commercial, like when it was going to be like more of a 
old time, like more old fashioned toy commercial. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about in the last episode. It could be because it does sound a little bit out of place. Mm-hmm. At least to me, it does because like you've hear, like we've heard our whole lives. I will go sailing no more. And then to hear this one, it sounds clunky and it sounds like just pieced together. And like you said, the beginning sounds like it could have been for something else, like the commercial, mm-hmm. or it could have just been like, like scotch taped on there. <laughs> it just doesn't flow very well for the movie. Like after watching the movie and seeing how everything fits together, I feel like the original one would have just kind of like thrown it kind of in a weird way. And I think that's probably why they told him like, okay, you need to redo this. Yeah. It is interesting. The thing I find interesting about it though, is that it puts words to the Buzz Lightyear theme, like that. Mm-hmm. It's like flying across the sky, wherever yeah. something you'll find him, something like that. Yeah, that was pretty interesting, but I'm kind of glad that they didn't go that route. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's interesting to hear, but I'm I'm glad they didn't mm-hmm. end up using it in the movie. For sure. I have tried to learn this song on piano from Toy Story Songbook. Oh, okay. And I'm not a pianist. <laughs> Despite taking three years of piano lessons uh, as a kid, taking four semesters of class piano in college and a semester of jazz piano lessons in college, I still Mm -hmm. don't really play the piano that well. (laughs) But I bought like a book of Toy Story songs to um, like motivate me to practice. Mm -hmm. And that was the first one I tried to learn. And I still can't really, I mean, I can play it with like a ton of stops and starts and like, okay, where does, where does my, where do my fingers go? What's, what <laughs> note is that? <laughs> but yeah, I still can't really play it. Yeah. I remember taking piano. I took piano for, I'd say about five years. Um I got into it because we needed a piano player at our church. Our church was so small. So doing that and then learning to play the piano, I was decent at it, but going up to the piano to play every Sunday was nerve wracking. (laughs) I had an anxiety attack. I had multiple anxiety attacks at church, which is the worst place to have an anxiety attack. (laughs) Yeah. So needless to say, I no longer play the piano. (laughs) I guess we can move on. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move on over. So at the one minute, 10 second mark, Hannah walks in yelling, Mom, Mom, have you seen my Sally doll? She accidentally steps on Buzz's wing. Her mom answers, what, dear? What was that? She picks Buzz up and says, never mind. It fades to a shot of the closet door knob shaking. The door opens and Woody falls out, tangled in Christmas lights. A bowling ball falls on his head, and in a dazed voice, he says, Buzz, the the coast is clear. He shakes himself back to normal and says, Buzz, where are you? So I always always love that Woody can survive anything horrendous happening to his head. (laughs) 
Except apparently Bonnie's dad stepping on it because somehow that like squishes and deforms his head, but a literal bowling ball (laughs) and his head stays in this in the same shape. I feel like that should have at least alerted somebody to be like, hey, what happened? I mean, you would feel that something that loud, even if it was Sid, they could have been like, okay, he's getting into a little bit too much trouble now. Also, where did that bowling ball go? Did it just roll down the stairs or something? (laughs) It probably did. It probably, either that or it stopped on the rails. I don't know. But the bowling ball's not there, actually. Like, when you look, it, hmm. Either way, Sid's mom or something, or somebody came walking through that hall later, and they were like, why is the bowling ball out of the closet? I know. And you would think the dad would have heard it and been like, hey, what's going on? And gotten up and investigated. But no, he didn't. He's a deep sleeper, apparently. I feel like Sid's family just doesn't care because he's so chaotic. But. I guess. I mean, even if I had a chaotic kid, I would have gone and checked because that seems a little, a little loud for anybody to ignore. But anytime I see that bowling ball just fall on Woody's head, it just makes me hurt. (laughs) It makes me hurt, but it also makes me laugh every time. Like, it's just something so horrible. And I'm like, they've beat up this little cowboy doll so much in this movie already. (laughs) And then the way um, afterwards, he's like, buzz the... the, uh, I don't know how to do it the way he says it, but he's like, buzz buzz the coast is clear. clear. (laughs) (laughs) It always makes me laugh, too. Like, it's... Very, like, we always come back to this. It's very 90s slapstick comedy. Yeah, it's great physical comedy. I feel pain, but it also makes me laugh because I'm I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> In the audio commentary, they they said that there was originally going to be, like, a whole sequence with Woody stuck in the closet. <laughs> I don't know what all it would have involved, but... That would have been interesting to see. And then at the end of the recording session they did for the scene with Tom Hanks, he, like, originally, he delivered that one line, like, completely normally. But then, like, when he looked at, I don't know if he looked at, like, the storyboards or, like, the the animation they had already done. But he was like, oh, I need to do that again. And he went back and did it again (laughs) and pre-recorded it sounding... um, you know, more like dazed. That's great. I think he may have done it first with the storyboard, but then actually seeing it animated, it's so different from storyboards. So you're just like, oh, okay, I gotta redo that. I, I don't know. I, I I don't remember what they said it was if it if it was storyboard or, or animation because it might have been either one. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a lot of questionable wallpaper choices in this house. This house has horrendous wallpapers <laughs> as a person who loves pattern and even tacky stuff this wallpaper choice in this house like not even going back to the carrot wallpaper but <laughs> the wallpaper in Sid's house makes it feel like their house smells like old cigarette butts and it's musty like 70s musty like, I'm looking at the shot right now where Buzz is laying on the ground and Hannah um, is about to come pick him up. And 
on part of the wall, there's like this yellow bamboo wallpaper mm-hmm. with little pieces of of leaves or grass, I guess, sticking out of the bamboo. And then literally on the same wall is that green wallpaper that they use in the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. And they clash, but they're on the same wall together. Maybe they ran out of wallpaper. <laughs> they're like, time to be. use a different one. <laughs> I also could greatly be. dislike their tile in their house. I don't know why, but I'm one of the people that doesn't like tile in the house. I have to have wood floors. Unless it's in the bathroom. I don't mind tile in the bathroom, but everywhere else I'm like, no, it has to be wood floors. <laughs> See, I feel like with better wallpaper, it could look better. Maybe. But- but the wallpaper is just so ugly. And then they have this green and white rug on the tile that match. It kind of matches the wallpaper, but not really. And it's 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 very ugly. I have questions. I have I questions feel, for whoever made these decisions. I feel like their house was built in the 60s and 70s, and they're the type Probably. of family that's like, we're not going to change anything because that costs money. And, you know, coming from <laughs> their standpoint, I feel like they're a low-income family. <laughs> they just left everything as is. Yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> <sighs> it really isn't. I... I Except like. Hannah's room. Hannah's room is looks like a cute little girl's room. That's the only room that yeah. actually has some good, like, okay design choices in it. I feel like they tried for Hannah. They probably felt bad, and they saw how Sid was going, so they're like, <laughs> okay, let's make her a little bit more decent. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what happened. These These poor kids, oh my gosh. Speaking of Hannah, so I could have sworn that when she comes to pick up Buzz, Buzz changes to, like, his frozen, like, his toy face, toy mode face. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He just keeps that sad, that same sad look <laughs> on his face. And Hannah picks him up, and he's, he still looks sad. I mean, you can't. At that point, like, you're seeing him from, like, way above. So it doesn't, you don't necessarily think about or notice that. But I'm like, what, when Hannah picks him up and sees the sad look on his face, what is she <laughs> thinking? <laughs> and then later, when in the tea party, he has his normal, like, Buzz Lightyear face on. So I was already, before I realized that he didn't change it, I was all ready to compare it to, like, Toy Story 4 in the beginning, yet another Toy Story 4 tangent, <laughs> um, when, you know, but, or Woody is, like, watching Bo drive away in that van, and he's, like, laying on the ground, and then Andy comes up, and he has to put on his toy smile, mm-hmm. and, like, how horrible that would be to have to, like, in the middle of the worst moment of your life... <laughs> Change back to put toy on mode. a smile, and I was thinking that that hap- that that was like what happened to Buzz as well, like in the middle of this like traumatic experience, like this existential crisis, he has to put on a smile when Hannah comes in. But nope, he just still looks sad. 
He's like, I guess I'm a toy. And he forgets. He's like, oh, crap, I was supposed to change. (laughs) But I guess uh, Hannah doesn't think anything of it when his face is different later. I mean, she probably... Well, no, because she's staring at him. Like, she's, like, hardcore Mm -hmm. staring at him. I was going to say, she probably didn't pay too much attention, but no, she's, like, fixated on him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Maybe she secretly knows that toys come to life, and maybe that's why she's so distraught that her brother does these things to the toys. Oh, man. Do you think her room is where (laughs) where all the toys go to get a break from Sid? Tied from him. And they know that she's like a safe person to be around. I don't know. Because she takes care of her toys. Yeah. So probably she secretly knows that the toys come to life. So she's like, this poor little toy sad. So she just takes it. <laughs> <laughs> so after the bowling ball falls on Woody's head, his hat looks normal. But then he like shakes shakes his head to get out of the date uh out of that daze and his head his hat looks weird like it's kind of like crumbled a little bit yeah but then in the very next shot when he starts to sneak towards hannah hannah's room it goes back to normal you know there's so So many (laughs) continuity errors in this movie (laughs) like the bowling ball didn't do anything to the hat but you know just shaking his head of course. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it just goes back. It's magical. It's a magical hat. That's why he's always looking for his hat. <laughs> the power that's, is held in his hat. Why, that's why he's so protective of it. Yes. It's like Frosty <laughs> the Snowman. If he doesn't have his hat, he doesn't go to life. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know is not true because we've seen him without his hat, but still. Yeah. He's without his hat for like half of Toy Story 3, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I Cuz he how does it. He, how does he lose it? At the daycare. Oh yeah, he, he like does drops his, it in drops the it. in the grass. Oh yeah, cuz he um, gets stuck in the tree. When Bonnie. Yeah, it 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 drops and then you know Bonnie comes and and gets him. Mhm. Well, that's a fun little adventure for him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, we should probably move on. <laughs> yeah, getting back to the movie we're supposed to be talking about. Yes, exactly. So, moving on. At the 1 minute 29 second mark, Woody hears Buzz's voice box coming from Hannah's room saying, It's a secret mission in uncharted space, let's go! Woody sneaks towards Hannah's room while Hannah responds, Really? That is so interesting. Would you like some tea, Mrs. Nesbitt? Woody peeks around the doorway into Hannah's room and sees Buzz wearing a pink apron and a hat, and he's sitting at a small table at a tea party with several headless toys, while Hannah pretends to serve tea using Buzz's broken arm to hold the teapot. Woody gasps and whispers, Buzz! He thinks for a moment before clearing his throat and calling Hannah, oh Hannah, in an impression of her mom. Hannah says, Mom, and asks the toys to excuse her and leaves the room. Buzz falls forward on the table, and the clip ends there. <laughs> the way Buzz falls, I like forward how he is, just like funny. falls, and then it ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in the shot of the hallway, when when Woody hears 
uh, Buzz's voice box, Sid's, the room to Sid's door is open, mm-hmm. and you can see through his window, and you can actually see Andy's cloud wallpaper through the window. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I never pay attention to things like that because I'm like so engrossed in the movie, but that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I just happened to notice that. I thought that was neat. That is neat. I like that Hannah just integrated Buzz into her room. (laughs) And she's just having a tea party with him. She's like, well, I couldn't find my Sally doll. I guess guess I'll just use this weird little space, dude. Yeah. I mean, when you're a kid, everything is like... I used to play... I used to steal my brother's Ninja Turtles. And I used to put them with the Barbies in the Barbie house. And it's like, oh, hey, Michelangelo came over. So they're just playing. (laughs) She also doesn't seem to question his missing arm. Well, I guess because she lives in a house with Sid. Yeah, she doesn't question that anymore. She's all like, it's okay, you're safe now. <laughs> I find her her choice to use his arm to serve the tea from the teapot interesting. That is interesting. I'm like, why did you do that? I guess because she found it and she couldn't put it back together. So she's just like, nah, I'll just use it for whatever. <laughs> and I love the way she talks to her toys. I know. She's so sweet and polite to them. <laughs> she's like, excuse me, and just leaves. But she says, um, I really like your hat. It goes very well with your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that she didn't open up Buzz's um, whoosh thing. Helmet. His helmet. (laughs) (laughs) And put it on his head. She just put it on top of the the clear helmet. I know. I was thinking that, too. And, like, it probably would have fit better on his head than on his helmet. Exactly. I feel that she just didn't want Sid to interrupt the tea party. So she's like, I have no time. She just put it on top. (laughs) Probably she didn't want Sid to come looking for for his Buzz Lightyear. Mm -hmm. So she's just like, it's whatever. Also, I can't believe she found an apron that actually fit Buzz. I know. (laughs) I guess it's just probably like a doll apron. And she just kind of improvised that too. I feel like she... Living with Sid improvises a lot. She probably just does whatever and just makes do. <laughs> Her poor toys, though. They're all that headless. have no heads. I know. There's a teddy bear, um, and then two two dolls, and they're both headless. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why didn't the mutant toys fix those toys? They fix. Later, they fix Buzz, and they fix Janie in the pterodactyl. Maybe she grabbed them while he was in the act of severing their heads off, so they didn't have time to fix them. Yeah, but you'd think at some point, you know, when they're not around. Maybe. The, or maybe the because. The toys would get to work. Yeah, maybe because she had already seen them like that already. They probably figured, well, if we do anything. It's going to, like, she's going to know somebody tried fixing it, but at the same time, Buzz was sad when she picked him up, so. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't notice that. Um, Well, and then, too, like, she saw Janie and Pterodactyl put together. That's true, and then they undid them, so. 
I don't know. Yeah. Maybe their heads just fell off while she was playing. <laughs> yeah. Because they kind of just duct tape them together. It's not like they have, like, they didn't sew them back together. Mm-hmm. Her, uh, her tea party reminds me of tea parties I would have when I was little, except mm-hmm. usually, I don't remember if I ever involved my toys, but I would have a lot of tea parties with, um, like my parents and siblings and my aunt and someone, someone would always make real tea and we'd call them wonky tea parties. Cause I would always put too much sugar in my tea and get <laughs> like hyper and extremely silly. That's funny. Oh my gosh. I used to have tea parties, but because my little kitchen was outside, like, I don't know why my parents just put my kitchen outside. <laughs> I would get mud and I would mix it with water. <laughs> so I would not be able to drink my tea, but I would always have <laughs> muddy water as my tea or just plain water. And then I would make like the little mud cakes. And I would have that. <laughs> That's funny. It was horrible yeah, I because had... I could never eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bunch of different tea sets. I had one that was really neat mm-hmm. that like the cups were pink. But then when you put um, hot tea in them, they would change to, oh, like, my I think cousin. it was, like, a darker pink. Yeah, my cousin used to have those. It was, like, a purpley pink, like a magenta. Yeah, it was a really light yeah. pink, and then it would turn into, like, a magenta. My cousin used to have those. And then, for me, my mom would always buy me the little ceramic ones. Yep, I had from, like, a the few dollar of those, store. too. <laughs> <laughs> I had some of those with, like, different patterns on each of the teapots and the teacups. I used to love those. I had one that was like, it was like a paint your own tea set. Oh, that's cute. Set. So, um, I don't know how safe it was to drink from, <laughs> but I, I, I think you just painted the outside probably. I, sure I hope, hope so. <laughs> if, uh, I kind of think that maybe I did paint the inside, but I wasn't, I knew I wasn't supposed to actually drink out of those cups, but oh, okay. I don't remember. That's funny. (laughs) I used to love getting those. Like, it never, it didn't matter to me how many of them I had. I always loved receiving tea sets. That was my favorite thing to get. And I'd get so excited. (laughs) My parents were like, oh my gosh, she's got like 20 of these. Yeah, we've been going through, because we've been uh, renovating, having the house renovated, a part of it anyway, and going through all of our old childhood toys and stuff i think i Mm -hmm. found like two or three different tea sets (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i know i've been on a um nostalgia kick so of course i go through ebay and i'm window shopping (laughs) looking for all the toys i used to have i actually found and i did purchase two barbies that i used to have when i was little I got a uh, tropical splash Barbie. So she comes in a little swimsuit and she's got huge earrings and she's scented. I was so excited when I found her. <laughs> she was my most favorite Barbie because she was scented. I loved, she smelled like, um, 
there's a candle. It's a specific candle that Bath and Body Works sells. It smells, and I don't know why I've never purchased it. I guess I never clicked in my mind that it smelled like her, <laughs> but it's a tropical one. And next time they come around with their tropical stuff, I'm going to go and buy it because that's what my Barbie smells like. Um, I actually have not opened the box yet because she came new in box and I need to see if her scent has faded. So that's going to be my next project is carefully opening the box to see if she still <laughs> smells like the way I remember. And then the second Barbie I bought was a gymnastics Barbie. She was oh, one yeah. of those ball jointed Barbies. So she had a bunch oh. of articulation. And I was like, oh, that's so much fun. I found her again in the box also. So I'm like, well, shoot, I'm going to purchase these Barbies. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, I was very excited. I've looked at Barbies on eBay and I've been tempted, but I've, I haven't actually bought any. Mm-hmm. For me, that was like my most favorite childhood toy. Aside from the Toy Story toys, the next thing that was like my most favorite was Barbies. And I had so many Barbies. I would say uh, we had a garage sale because at the time I was growing out of Barbies, I wanted an American Girl doll. So I was like, okay, if I sell all my Barbies, I can use the money and put it towards American Girl. I had two trash bags full of Barbies. I'd say I had about 60 or 70 Barbies. I Oh man. I had a lot of them. See, I my mom had Barbies when she was a kid and mm-hmm. she did kind of a similar thing where she got rid of of all her Barbies and I always wished she hadn't done that. So I made sure and kept all my Barbies. I've mm-hmm. still got like three tubs of them and some of them uh are not in great condition and are probably (laughs) i still need to go through them and some of them are probably gonna have to be thrown away Mm -hmm. but i still have most of them but anyway getting back to the movie (laughs) barbie's not in this one she's not she does make an appearance in the next one but um wasn't it because mattel didn't want Barbie in the movie because they didn't think the movie was going to do well. Yes, and uh, a Barbie was originally going to be Woody's girlfriend. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that would have been like such a weird combination, and not just that. Like later on, like she has Ken, so I don't think yeah. that would have worked. It would have been like a love triangle at one point, and that would have not been good in a movie. <laughs> There was also apparently going to be a Barbie at Sid's house, but that um, we can talk about that in a later episode because that'll yeah. that'll come up later. Can we talk about Hannah's bedding that just looks like I hate her bedding. <laughs> it just looks like fancy, like some kind of fancy, like paper um, tablecloth that you would see at like. I don't yeah. know, a wedding or something, it or like a baby shower. Me of that horrible plastic um, tablecloth that has kind of like the felt at the bottom so it doesn't slide too much on the table. It's very 90s looking. Either that or what it reminds me of is um, <laughs> the paper that they put on the doctor's beds and then they just <laughs> pull it and get a new one for the new patient. <laughs> Um, it also reminds me of like those fancy paper towels that people put, some people put in their bathrooms. 
Yes. It's that like, have like designs and like have <laughs> texture on them. It's not good. I don't like it. And I feel like they didn't particularly care because it was such a short scene area where mm-hmm. they were going to film in film in the um the room. Yeah. You know, like it's not a huge plot point. But I mean yeah, what they're true. talking about is like where Woody's trying to get Buzz out and he's realizing that he's a toy, but not a lot happens in Hannah's room. Yeah, there's there's not much going on there. She probably has miserable winters. She's probably like, I hate these bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I sleeping with paper? <laughs> She's all like, this quicker picker upper is not helping me. <laughs> so and I, it was a couple episodes ago when we had Jonathan and Jesse on where, when we talked about um, how in the one shot that was supposed to be uh, Janie's body on the floor, that the wrong doll was used. Oh, that's right. It was a there different was a colored pink, dress. Yeah. Yeah. There was a pink dress instead of a blue dress. Mm-hmm. And I thought that maybe the pink dress was one of Hannah's toys, uh, headless toys from her bedroom. And I checked and it is, it's the, the, the doll in the pink dress that's in Hannah's bedroom. Oh, okay. So they just use that model instead. By accident, probably. By accident. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's funny. That is funny. (laughs) I'm very excited for the next scene (laughs) where Buzz just has his meltdown Hmm. I feel that's, like that's going to be very fun to talk about. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But with that, that being is said, all... do you have anything else? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that's all I have to say about this clip. Yeah, there's not really much going on until the next clip, so I think we should wrap it up. Sounds good. Alrighty. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you next time. Bye. Bye.